Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 91, Blame. Woohoo! 91 episodes. Who knew when I started that I'd have 91? I never really thought about it, never thought into the future, but here I am. Anyway, I have been wanting to do a podcast on blame for a long time. And I think it's because I lived blaming other people and the world for my entire life before recovery, but I didn't know it. It's not like I went around saying, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's the world's fault, or the damn traffic, or whatever it was that was pissing me off. If you had asked me back then if I blamed other people, I don't think I would have understood that that's what I was doing. What sparked my desire to record this now is that I heard somebody say in a meeting recently that self-pity is victim mentality. And for some reason, that really clicked for me and the relationship between self-pity and victim mentality just sort of solidified for me in that moment. So I'm doing this partially for myself, but also I suspect there are others of you out there who, like me, have spent much of their lives blaming others or the world for their difficulties. Another way to say that is we've spent our lives not taking responsibility for what's happening in our lives. Here's an example. I had an entire series of dysfunctional romantic relationships before the one I'm in now. So I was 55 when I met him. So from the age of 16, when I started dating, so we're talking almost 40 years of dating, every single one of my relationships was dysfunctional. And the only responsibility that I was willing to take for that was that I had a bad boyfriend picker, almost like I had a lever. My picker is broken. But I took zero responsibility for staying with those people or for the fact that I was somehow continually attracting the same kind of people. I did understand on some level that I was the common denominator in those relationships, but that's as far as it went. I didn't go so far as to understand that there were things that I was doing to create the conditions to attract such relationships. I was not taking responsibility for that. It was their fault, not mine. But again, this was not conscious. I lived in blame of other people, but not consciously. Now, mind you, all this is while being an overly responsible person. I took responsibility for everything that was going on around me. I felt like it was my job to fix things and situations and people. But I couldn't see that it was also my responsibility to do something different to attract different types of partners. 
I would attract people who needed to be fixed, or at least people I perceived as needed fixing. And then I would go about the task of, quote, fixing them, whether they wanted to be fixed or not. And then, of course, eventually, I'd become resentful at them. That is, I'd blame them for needing to be fixed. One might call that blaming the victim. The part I wasn't able to see was that I put them in the role of victim in my relationship with them. By going into the relationship as if I'm here to rescue and fix you, you, fix you, you, fix you, and acting as if I had no needs and no flaws. One thing Brene Brown says about blame is that it's the discharge of discomfort, pain, and anger. So we know our lives are terribly dissatisfying, but we don't know what to do with that. So we lash out with blame at other people or at the world. Here's another example from my life. I always got terribly frustrated, annoyed, and pissed off in traffic. I can see now that I was blaming the world for me being pissed off. I was blaming the traffic for me being pissed off. I was taking no responsibility for any part in that. One thing that helped me to see my part in that was a recorded recovery meeting where the speaker said, when I'm on time, you're all driving just fine. That is, he only got upset with other people's driving when he was in a hurry, which was his own fault because he didn't leave enough time for traffic, which, by the way, is inevitable when you drive on highways. I can look back now and see that underneath all that frustration I had while driving was that I had this idea that there shouldn't be traffic, at least not while I was driving. Now, that seems utterly ridiculous because highways were built for traffic. They were not built for Barb Nangle to drive whenever she wanted. Brown also talks about how blame has an inverse relationship with accountability, which I would call self-responsibility. I am the one who needs to take responsibility. And that's a tough process to go through when you've lived your life blaming others for decades like I did. And especially when you don't even know what what the fuck you're doing. It wasn't until I came to see that I had victim mentality, which happened bit by bit. For me personally, that was the largest paradigm shift of my recovery. I wouldn't have the recovery I have now. In fact, I look back on it and I think of it as a spiritual awakening as opposed to a paradigm shift. Had it not been for coming out of victim mentality, I just wouldn't have the peace and serenity I have now. If you want to hear more on that, you can listen to episode three about overcoming victim mentality. Now, I want to add a word of caution here. I don't want people to mistake my words here about taking responsibility and moving away from blame to mean that nothing bad has ever happened to anyone and that nothing, no one has ever done anything bad to you. Bad things have happened to me. Terrible things have happened to me. 
What I'm saying is in line with the recovery saying, if I am disturbed, there's something wrong with me. Now, what that means is not nothing happened to you, no one did anything. What it means is, if I want to be undisturbed, I'm the one who has to change things. The same is true with blame. If you want things to change, you've got to stop the blame game and start taking responsibility for your little corner of the world. You have to somehow get the courage to change the things you can. Now, if all of this is a bit confusing to you and you'd like a hand working through it, either DM me on Instagram at Higher Power Coaching or email me barb at higherpowercc.com and we can set up a time to chat. If you can get past blaming others and come out of victim mentality, it is going to go a long way toward having a satisfying and fulfilling life like you were meant to have. One last thing. There's only nine more episodes before I hit episode 100 and I would like to celebrate somehow. If you have ideas for what I might do on that episode to mark that milestone, I'd love to hear them. At episode 50, I answered listener questions on the podcast. I could do something similar or I can have a video call and then play the recording of the discussion or the questions on the podcast or something completely different. Let me know what you think by DMing me at Higher Power Coaching on Instagram or barb at higherpowercc.com. Talk to you next week. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.